keep that. That's good. You keep. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Welcome back, everyone. Today on Dudes vs. Everything, we're diving into a dark corner of history with a topic that's sure to leave you feeling both shocked and disgusted. We're mm. talking about Operation Wetback, mm. a covert government initiative in 1954 aimed at forcibly removing Mexicans from the United States. Yes, you heard that right. Now, this isn't exactly a feel-good story, but we promise to approach it with our signature zesty blend of raunchy humor and uh, irreverent wit. As always, we're here to make you laugh, even when the subject matter is as messed up as it gets. So buckle up, grab a drink, and get ready to learn about a truly disturbing chapter in American history. It's going to be a wild ride, and we're glad to have you along for it. Let's do this. As always, we are your host, Jesus Perez, and this is my co-host, Rudy Robles. Yay! <coughs> so... Take this on, Rudy. All right. So, quick, uh, let's, let, let me take you back. All right. I mean, way back. Like, back before you were even an idea, within an idea, within an idea, Before I was an idea. even a sperm cell, before I was even thought about, before my grandparents even. Well, back. not that far back, but. So, the year is 1954. Operation Wetback. And, yes, folks, it is called Wetback. If you are you know hurt by the way yeah, let's just start off with that like if this yeah. is uh too let's this big disclaimer if this is uh too if the word uh, wet back is too much for you then uh we understand but this is mm -hmm. literally what it was named yeah um so it's as much like we can't yeah, do anything really about old. it like yeah. we're not gonna give it we're not gonna say like moist spine you know uh <laughs> It's just, it's just that's not what it was called. This is what in history. This is the way it was. So, yeah. But this is it's it's good context. We're not using it as in like uh, like in a racist way, you know. Or at least we're not. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, yeah. Anyways, Operation Wetback was an immigration law enforcement initiative implemented in June 1954 by U.S. Attorney General. Herbert Brownell, in response to pressure from farmers and business interests concerned with illegal immigration. The program used military-style tactics to remove Mexican immigrants, including some American citizens, from the United States. It became a contentious issue in Mexico-United States relations and gave rise to arrests and deportations by the U.S. Border Patrol. Although it originated from a request by the Mexican government to stop the illegal entry of Mexican laborers into the United States, it was designed to send Mexicans back to Mexico, even though some were legal residents or citizens of the United States. Which is kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's really uh, fucked up. Like, it, 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 cool, we're stopping the illegal entry and we're going to try to do things the legal way and, and, and do that. But how are we gonna send like people that are already legal residents back? And and it, it was pretty much Mexico being like it was it was a fucked up time. It was a fucked up time. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I mean, like if you really think about it, like imagine 
we are in 1954, you know, since we're both uh, Hispanic or Mexican or whatever, what have you. Yeah. We're, we're Latin X. <laughs> of Mexican descent. But I mean, yeah. if you really go down that far, like we got the whole 23 and me. Since off oh, a quick, quick off topic. The other day I was making a delivery to someone and mm-hmm. she immediately greeted me was like oh hello cousin well not like not like that it was i'm trying to replicate like she was she was like uh not middle eastern but like not greek uh one some somewhere out there like one of those countries and she was like you you know like it's the nose and i'm like i know i got a bigger nose like i've been told like i look middle eastern but like uh sorry no uh <laughs> anyway uh i digress go sorry <laughs> Uh, what kind of off topic was that <laughs> my brain just decided it needed to say that okay <laughs> uh, but yeah anyways imagine like you're just chilling you know you just had a hard long day of you know working in the crops working in the agricultural field the literal being the literal backbone of the United States agricultural scene you're a US citizen you know, you're living the American dream, trying to make it big by starting small. And then out of nowhere, you're just pulled from your home and basically told, hey, you're not you're no longer a citizen anymore. I'm sorry. And, yeah. And it's like you, you've got to be sent back. And there's not much of an explanation that they gave everybody or at all. It's, it's just like this is what's going on. This is this is, the, <laughs> this is literally what's going on right now. And um weren't even some just because they fit the description yeah that's it like it didn't matter you just had to look mexican for most of them and boom off you went and there goes your american citizenship it's now been revoked you're gone uh i'm gonna take this next part yeah go ahead yeah, so Mexico discouraged immigration to the United States in the, ner- in the early 1900s as its economy required cheap labor to modernize and expand. From the 1920s, Mexicans became the primary labor source for much of the agriculture industry in the United States, especially in the Southwest. It's not ever been like we've been trying to take jobs, you know, we've just always been here. <laughs> While some 62,000 workers entered the United States legally every year during the 1920s, over 100,000 entered illegally. Mexican agribusinesses owners pressured the Mexican government to return laborers from the United States to Mexico as labor shortages in Mexico caused crops to rot in fields. Mm. Despite this, though, American agriculture continued to recruit a Mexican illegal um, illegal Mexican laborers to fulfill its expanding labor requirements because you know how we are. We're all about seeing the profit be and we number see profit. One. Yes. <laughs> we are number one. <laughs> and if this works for us, we continue to do it. And I don't know why I'm speaking like this, but uh, yeah, you know, we see what we're hiring these cheap illegals and uh, it's working for us. And what now they want it back. Right. Yeah, I mean, essentially, the best way to put it is that America was booming, and they didn't want to stop. And Mexico was like, "Hey, dude, so like, you you guys are going too fast. You guys are you guys are taking too many of us too fast." Like, I don't know if you were ever in a situation where like 
maybe you lent out like a game console or something to your friend, or maybe you had a game console, like like a whole ass you. a whole ass like game, game system lent. Um, like back in the day, like maybe a GameCube or like a Game Boy. No, I didn't. I didn't. No, they, no, I never. I mean, no. I, I whenever I when it came to game consoles, it was always like me taking my game console with me to my friend's house and then bringing it back. Okay. So you were the, you were the guy. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, well, anyways, basically, um, imagine if, uh, you know, you were Mexico and you dropped off your console at your friend's house. You had an awesome party and then you had to live like leave. And he's like, Oh dude, can I continue this game? Like, I I really want to play it. Like, I really want to beat this game. And you were like, sure, go ahead. And then, you know, you hit him up like a week later in school and you're like, hey, so uh, did you beat the game? And he was like, oh, no, you know, I haven't beat the game yet. Uh, and then you keep pressuring it and pressuring it and he just never gives it back. And, <laughs> and now you're out of console. I mean, you know, it's yours, though. But that's essentially what happened. Mexico gave their game console to us and we never gave it back. <laughs> It's a terrible analogy for thousands, I, I was of, like, thousands this, of people, but still, <laughs> that's the best way I could think of. I was about to be like, uh, this analogy. Are you comparing human lives to game consoles right now? Do you think this is a playing matter? <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, um, yeah, yes. uh, America essentially took it's always what been they, racist. yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, they took a bunch of laborers and decided not to give them to Mexico. And Mexico was like, all right, you know what? Fuck you. So, segueing into segueing? Is that, is that a word? Segueing? Yeah, segueing. It's also the little, uh, isn't it that little bicycle? Or the automatic? Um, oh, the like, little, where you got to like lean forward and back. I don't know. I don't know why I just did the, like made my, I don't know why I did that. But like, <laughs> like. Yeah, um, you like sitting or upright or Wait, like show standing me do it up again? on it. Like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do it anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's what that is, right? That's a, or is that I don't a, know. <laughs> it's anyway. the thing that Paul Blart drives. Um, uh, no, that's a that's a Segway. That's a that's a police. Uh, that's a Segway. That's a bicycle. No, a bicycle is two wheels, and you, it's no, no. <laughs> Anyways, during World War II, the Bracero or Braquero, or however you want to pronounce it, I if was, you can. Uh, when I read it, uh, it depends on. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say Braquero. The Braquero program was developed allowing Mexican laborers to work in the United States under short-term contracts in exchange for stricter border security and the return of illegal Mexican immigrants to Mexico. The program had three phases, with the final phase ending in 1964. Although the program promised guaranteed wages, housing, food, and exemption from the military service, Workers were often denied these benefits and proper paperwork to work in the U.S. The program had tensions between its stated and implicit goals and was ultimately ineffective in limiting illegal immigration into the United States, leading to Operation Wetback in 1954. 
Yeah. See, we were, uh, we, we took too many, it feels like. And now we, uh, it sounds like the U.S. wanted to just send them out back. <laughs> like, yeah. you, they, how they do basically you, got tired of it. We're going to, we're going to recruit you and give you all these promises. And it, and it, and it just, who wouldn't at the time? Who wouldn't, who, what Mexican laborer at the time? You know who, that was told like hey you're gonna have housing you're gonna have money you're gonna have all this stuff only for you to go and work your ass off because you know it was hard work these people weren't just like <laughs> typing <laughs> they you know they were out there picking like wouldn't you know like you you've done it right like when you were a kid yeah yeah um the like it's hard work it's it's uh hard work and then to just be like hey yeah, we know what we said, and uh, we we just you just got to go back. Like we we we, we want a refund instead. Like can you, you guys got- are gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the U.S. and Mexico for real. <laughs> um, so we made a oopsie whoopsie, uh, a little fucky wucky, if you will. Um, yeah, we can't keep you. We we don't have money, so gotta go home. Yeah, we're we're kind of mm, done. We're done that's with them. Basically, what happened? Yeah, kind of. And now my lovely co-host will segue into the next next portion. <laughs> segue. You know the purpose of a segue is to not talk about the segue. Despite the back. <laughs> Yes, despite the Bracero program, American growers continue to hire illegal laborers. You know, it's not, it's not, it's going to come automatically. People are making money. They're going to continue doing what works. And what works is cheap labor. And you're going to get these from the illegal immigrants. So, you know, we continue to hire it due to its inability to come uh, accommodate. Sorry. American growers continue to hire illegal laborers due to its inability to accommodate the number of Mexicans wishing to work in the United States. Food shortages in Mexico and misgovernment combined with population growth prompted many Mexicans to enter the United States in search of higher wage jobs. The INS increased its raids and apprehensions in the early 1950s due to growing concern about unassimilated immigrants diplomatic and security issues surrounding illegal border crossings and the Korean War and Red Scare prompted tighter border security. Mass deportations affected the growing patterns in California and Arizona and the large influx of immigration caused Eisenhower to end the Bracero program in, uh, with Mexico. Which in thus, you know, kind of led into Operation Wetback. Yeah, I mean every, it's ever ever. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, it reminds like it's not sorry, it not reminds me. It's still like an ongoing issue. I feel like, or it always has been immigration and deep deporting people that have been here um, already. You know, uh, we still see it these days. We even see it in such a way that it would make it would it, it here like hearing it for the first time mm-hmm. it almost brought me to tears because i myself am 
a veteran and to hear that even veterans to such a an extent are being deported still to this day it, it's yeah. it's heartbreaking um right rudy yeah i mean uh for those of you who don't know and if you for some reason didn't listen to any of the other episodes we have when we were both in the military uh, we're both <laughs> yeah oh yeah if for some reason this is your first episode yes yes we both of us are veterans yeah we, we yeah. were in our, we yeah if you somehow haven't managed to listen to any of the other episodes yeah <laughs> if you decided to say screw and just skip 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 and you ended up <laughs> we're here just yeah on to season six third episode <laughs> yeah uh me and jesus were both veterans uh we did our time and uh we got out and we're living decent lives so, yeah yeah it depends uh it depends on, it depends how you look at it <laughs> um, no nah, i'm well i'm doing good i, I can't speak for you oh I'm, yeah thanks for I'm rubbing it good. in you know i'm just uh, just uh i'm not trying to rub it in just i'm just saying I'm, I'm doing good not great getting, but i'm, I'm not, doing good I'm not, I'm not in a depressive phase right now but no yeah um besides like no, nah, yeah, no, yeah, um, yes, yeah, so we we went off topic. It was like a quick bio of who we are and like how we did. But uh, six yeah. foot, <laughs> lean, handsome. Was if you're, if you're only listening to the audio, like <laughs> never look up pictures of me. Just keep this image in your head. I'm uh, a six, six foot pack. lean. You know, I, I got a I got an eight pack. You know, I'm a uh, got twenty see what inch else. arms. I'm a professional basketball player, but uh, five I turn I turn down the NBA. Five inches of of girth, of yeah. circumference. Yeah, it, like in a certain an- angle, you would say that it would glisten. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> How do we get? <laughs> We're talking about goddamn American <laughs> veterans, our goddamn brothers and sisters, and we're over here talking about dicks. <laughs> Dude, this is what a, they would want. It's it's such an American soldier thing to do. Like <laughs> after like you know, dude, I'm t- I'm currently as I'm, we're recording this, do this like right now. Uh, you know, whenever you're listening, it might be some other time, but like mm-hmm. right now, I'm 27. But like I still have like, and I would consider myself to be you know, like wise to an ex- like very to a good extent and mature to a good extent. But I very much will laugh anytime I see like a stupid drawing of like a dick. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. But no, yeah. Back back to that. Back to the whole veteran thing. No, like, yeah. To, like, I, while I was in the service, me personally, I I knew a few people, uh, that were, I guess, not, I guess, not residents or sorry, not citizens. You know, that try to come into the U.S. and got into the army and yeah. were in the process of trying to get their paperwork. Um, what I know, I, I actually, while we were in the service, he was a good friend of mine. Um, I know that he got out before me, uh, but uh, he ended up, you know, like it, it's just a little example of like what, like what great things can come out because he ended up getting like his master's degree you know, like he's he's from like I think UC. I, I forgot what university, but from a re, from a great university, right? And like so, 
great things can come not and and not just saying like oh you all you have to do is to be a great person is graduate from a great unit no but like you know he's probably doing like great shit but um i'm saying like all these deported people like you remove all like you did you, you deny them almost or you delete the possibility of um like a future or like seeing like what seeing like what could possibly happen yeah uh i know i knew a lot of dudes who were trying to get their american citizenship through the u.s military and it's always like the same where the army was basically like hey american and th and then they were like yeah fuck it and then th they joined the army and yeah like it's 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 super easy to entice someone to want to join if like one of the one of the benefits like is getting your citizenship but you could just anyone could just say that like if it's yeah. like it's not automatic like to this day yeah, it's no. still not automatic you it's have a very to, like, very lengthy process and they don't just and they don't it's not like written somewhere it's not like here like this is where you got to do like no these people like really have to try and like look for all mm -hmm. this information and like um it's it's a. Uh, it's sad like we, we i don't think i, I don't know <laughs> kind of almost, almost makes me want to go like lobby you know <laughs> Fight, just be like you know? nah, but i'm not gonna do that no um podcast um, during uh during a fucking riot <laughs> sir sir here we are at <laughs> bricks being thrown around <laughs> Uh, wait, at who? At us? No, just around us. During a riot or protest. <laughs> I could see it. Someone sets up like a table and like two microphones and a camera just facing. And there's like a whole fucking <laughs> protest going behind us. <laughs> I, I, I've thought about like, damn, if we were in, if, if we were still in the same state, like we, I feel like we could bring good content of like interviewing people out in the streets or um, g going going to like crazy events and giving out uh, questions like that yeah I, I could see it like ma'am ma'am dump your childhood trauma or double it and pass it on to someone else <laughs> double it okay <laughs> By the way, by the way, what are you are you are you drinking anything tonight? <laughs> uh, I thought you were gonna ask me about my childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I am. I, I, I. Uh, it all started, you know, when I was. <laughs> we're not doing that. Not in this episode. But uh, I'm drinking Modelo Especial. It has nothing to do with the context of the video that we're doing today. I just really like Modelo. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a truly myself uh, this time. I didn't want to feel like getting any any beer, but truly lemonade's pretty tasty. Um, I recommend them. Um, mm. And yeah, and I and I had some new strain um, from it was grown like organically, like through live soil, and so it's like as organic as like weed can get. Uh, yeah, like living soil. Yeah, that's what it's called. Um, and um the strain was called like cock walls or like candy walls or something like that it was it's a it's a phenomenal like phenomenal phenomenal high and um yeah okay so let me get this straight 
you went in to a dispensary, I'm assuming. You walked in. You had, you had your head held high. It was a nice day, sunny, probably 82 degrees outside, hot. <laughs> you come into the cold air-conditioned room, and you see a man with 20 piercings in his face and probably blue hair. No, you it, come was up to this man. Very, it was actually a girl. She's probably like around like five foot three and very skinny. She had a face okay. mask on. Okay, so you come up to this five foot three woman, who I'm assuming is a at least twenty five. You come up to her in a very serious face and you say, "Can I have some cock walls?" <laughs> You're telling me you did this <laughs> in public? No, I didn't actually. No, that's not how the that's. So you got you got it right up until you got what I asked for. <laughs> so the the jar itself, it, it it's C, and then it's got a bunch of the symbols. You know how they like censorship, and so um, so when I went in, I went in asking because I went in looking for a specific brand that mm -hmm. like that grows organically or uh through live soil and i was and they're like they're called no-till kings and this dispensary only had one of their strains and i wasn't like a fan of, of that strain because it, it tended to be a, a it's gelato and like if you know anything about like weed you know that gelato typically runs like on the heavier side and i'm not looking for like a heavy like high i'm looking for like um why are you, are you pretending to look at me like that? <laughs> um, so, I, so she was like, uh, we have other um, strains that are, or other brands that grow uh, through live soil. And, you know, it's just the process of like how like the plant, you know, right. Anyway, because uh, it, it, it definitely, I felt a difference in smoking it. Like, because that's what I wanted to do. The point of it was I wanted to see if there was a difference in like, the high that I got from smoking something or like quote unquote organic. So, uh, Royal key, I think is the name of this one. Um, but yeah, the name or how the lady told me, she was like, Oh, we, okay. So th there was these other ones and they're also live grown. She was saying, I was like, okay, let me see. I'm looking for like a sativa. And then she showed me it and she's like, honestly, this one will like, like, uh, like, will like, I forgot what she said but she she was like she loved it like she she highly recommended it and i was like all right bet and she said it was like candy walls but um when when i read the label on the jar it's a c and it's like the a bunch of symbols so like why 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 would they censor the word candy you know so mm -hmm. my guess isn't that it's called candy walls it's uh -huh. c you know whatever walls you know and like <laughs> i thought like cock you know like <laughs> i don't so, know like okay so the official name isn't cock you no. just assumed it's cock right so in your monkey brain you just saw c and couple stars and you just instantly thought cock well, i mean what like what, it's not gonna be <laughs> cunt you know it's not gonna be it like could be no, cut walls. I, cut walls. I mean, maybe, but like, it it sounds more appealing. Being like, if, cock if sounds had, more appealing to you. No, candy. Like, if is it this was your like, official? Just, <laughs> like a cock of walls or a wall of cock. A wall of cock. 
that doesn't sound appealing. <laughs> if you've ever played the game Cyberpunk, you would know that like in the game they have like a store, um, like a sex shop that has. Like, I beat a it like two times already. Yeah, did you? Like, I still, <laughs> I still no. Actually, I did beat it one time. Uh, it was like my second or third run through, just because the other times I refused to do the last mission. Um, and I don't know if anyone listening ever has to like deal with this like dilemma. And I know this is like completely different from where we started, but like at this point, you know, anyway, uh, like they, they get to the point or the end of the game, or they know that they're about to finish. And I know that I'm gonna be upset or not upset. I'm gonna be like sad that it's over. Cause you know, it's over. Like, what do you, you know, like there's not, there's not much to do with like campaign games. Like once they're done, you know, they're not like multiplayer like continuous play games um so i was like nah if i finish this game like i'm gonna i'm gonna stop playing it like i'm gonna be sad <laughs> so i just refused to end the game and i just restarted the game <clears throat> i don't know if you've ever done that but so you're willing to keep something imprisoned rather than let go how long have you been doing this in your life dude honestly like <sighs> i think this is a wider like this is much bigger than you think dude I, I mean like i i feel like i do it with more than just that like i know i don't i don't i i think i even uh no i don't know if i even oh this is another thing i don't think i told I ever told my like ex-therapists about like holding on to things just because like i don't want to say let go and mm -hmm. uh just recently the other day i was having a conversation with a, a co-worker Mm -hmm. Or like uh, one of my, I guess, operators, you know, like the one that like uh, creates the orders for me and like makes the routes. So where I anyway, uh, I was having a conversation with her and I, I forgot where it like started. But in it, 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 we started talking about like having pictures of exes still on the phones mm. and like um, like maybe not like sexual pictures but like just pictures in general like you know like or like just you and them or like holding hands or like maybe your feet and toes are interlocked and you guys are doing some cheesy shit you know <laughs> and do you do that what do you do that do what what you're talking about or do you no comment like do what 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 you're literally talking about right now where you keep pictures of your ex oh no, no, no. so like so so for He's avoiding the question please note that <laughs> no let me get to it so i feel like for a long time i would i would have like a bunch of like of course i would delete like out of respect i would delete like like the new like all of the the nudes and shit and Mm -hmm. you know it, it, yeah yeah it's it's not necessary or at least i thought because like i have like so many thousands of pictures on this phone because i rarely fucking delete things or i have so many screenshots and like so many things just add up over time that dude like having to dig through thousands of photos and making sure everything is deleted is is just so i don't know annoying and, and tiresome and um um yeah it, it so for the longest time i did have a bunch of like pictures and like you you could i don't know paint a picture of like exes throughout like the past you know but like no like i think now like i think i have at least except for my last my most recent relationship like 
that just ended a couple of days ago or not a couple yeah. of days well yeah a few days ago now no besides that one I, I mean i have yet to delete those but those are gonna be deleted yet i just haven't yet it's not because like i'm holding on to them i'm just like i just haven't you know and 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 i feel like dude um like two x's ago sorry <laughs> one of the reasons i uh she broke up was, was she the the chick broke up with me because she thought like i was still talking to my exes and I, like i don't know about you but i like on instagram and shit but I, mm-hmm. i've never like removed like anybody off or like been like unfollow or whatever or like blocked anybody you know because mm-hmm. i never cared to like do all that stuff so one time she i guess she was like snooping around my list and or like my following or whatever she was like who are these people and then she found like my ex-wife and she was like oh you're still following your ex-wife and i was like yeah just because like i haven't unfollowed the button or like click you know like i just never cared right like i just yeah like so what you know it's not like i'm talking to these people every day they're just there and um yeah i think she was just like i don't know insecure with herself because i I literally wasn't doing anything i don't know um yeah (laughs) way off i get that i get that i mean first of all why was she looking through your phone you know that's, no, not through my phone, okay. through the like following list, like oh, Instagram, okay. like you're following. Well, that's still yeah, weird. No. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Kind of, like, kind of insecure. She also like, had a problem. What drove it? She also had a problem with like porn and like masturbating because she didn't think that she was getting like she didn't think that. So because I would like still masturbate whenever I wasn't like. So, like, let's say we fuck, right? And then, like, the next day, like, I fucking masturbate or whatever. She thought that, like, she, I wasn't getting enough from her. So, she took that, like, she was disrespected. She was disrespected by me masturbating on my own time to porn or not. Like, just in general. Because she thought that she wasn't enough for me. And, like, she was. It's just that, dude, like, I just fucking, like horny sometimes dude i just want to fucking yeah it just happens like, yeah dude, it, you just fucking wake up or like oh you you know like or or sometimes like you know like you're like you're planning on getting sex later but like you want to make it last longer so like beforehand you jack off so that later on that night you you know you're good yeah. <laughs> you know you know no, what i'm I, talking I about yeah, yeah yeah exactly you know what i'm talking about yeah so yeah no <laughs> Sorry. I don't even remember what tangent like became of this, but <laughs> I mean, in the end, like summarized like the US cuz we 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 got through the operation wet back. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it was it was just a dark time that still I feel like is being <clears throat> hidden. Like you don't really see a lot of this anywhere you know if you try to look it up you gotta like really dig because not really people have like reported up on it i mean there's like the wikipedia and stuff but like that still has its own like sources but like if you just like in general it's it's not a lot out there but i mean people like our own people our own veterans are still fucking being deported on top of history showing that we deported yeah i mean if it's true like if you do try and like look this up the operation wetback there's not a whole 
lot of coverage for it. Um, I don't know why I thought it was a pretty significant fucking event that happened. Like the fucking exile of hundreds of thousands of people. Um, from America, like it, it was, it's pretty fucked up, and like, I don't know. Or like the current situation with the veterans. How how are we like how are you not how are we not giving them like automatic naturalization? Like how do we not give them citizenship after serving whatever they serve? You know? How you are an American soldier by like so the, in itself that name should make you stay. Yeah, like, like, what, like what the e- fuck? Even within like your initial oath when you first sign up for the army where they tell you to raise your right hand and say that you want to protect and defend this very country and like serve it and all this other stuff, you're basically fucking waving all other fucking countries that you come from because you are pledging your allegiance to America. And therefore, if you are able to give that oath, provide it with your whole heart and then spend your time thinking to yourself whether or not you're going to fucking deploy at any fucking given time and, and or fucking die at any given fucking time. I say, you know what? You fucking earned it. You're more American than any other fucking American who didn't join. That's my thought process. And another thing that's kind of messed up and a lot of people, just it's, it's just something to think about. It's not more so like what can you really do with that information but it's just um some of these veterans their only their only way back is after they've died and are being and their bodies are being sent back so that their families can bury them or you know do whatever with that so how are we tearing away these families (laughs) <laughs> and the only time that I mean I'm sure there are ways but like to see them in between mm-hmm. but you know like the the dude is still in Mexico and we're over here and we're only ever or they're only ever coming back because they're dead and are being buried or cremated I don't know it it's it, it it's so fucked up. I like when I joined the army, I thought I like I myself like if I was in like if I wasn't a citizen, I probably <laughs> I probably would be in like a similar situation cuz mm-hmm. I didn't know. I thought it was automatic. I thought same. Go, I, I thought, I thought so going too. into the military like oh, like if you weren't already, like you are now, you just like you are now a cuz you know you do you do all these oaths. So like yeah, by definition in a in a in a weird way, if you were a citizen of whatever country, taking those oaths is like nah, like nah, fuck all those countries. I'm all for the U.S. I I'm so if you're willing to give up your life, why is that not enough of a trade for you to be a citizen? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it happened during and, your and you know, basic training. Oh what? Um, but like right after we were done and you were able to see family and whatever, 
during that state well for us it was like we were at a stadium and like oh like at the end yeah oh yeah isn't that like a family day i guess <laughs> i don't remember what it was called I but know, i know dude. yeah <laughs> like i remember like at the very end yeah there's that whole samurai and yeah and yeah i didn't have anyone come for me god it made it just made me realize i went to basic seven years ago that's that's wild anyways um during that um ceremony our graduation ceremony or whatever um we had three people two of them were in my platoon that were um four nationals trying to gain their citizenship hmm. and they brought them to the front and i guess they gave them a piece of paper and something saying that they were officially u.s citizens but then i met with them after and they told me that it wasn't actually like oh hey you're an american citizen now here's your fucking <laughs> was it just a paper that says hey you are it's like that one movie where it's like i am 12 it's like was this paper just did this paper just say hey i am a citizen like i mean I, i'm sure it looked official but like yeah if it I, looked if I was official just... but it wasn't real <sighs> man in reality the process is gonna fucking take up maybe fucking three four years just to happen damn really yeah well probably not it probably takes less for some people but i don't know i don't know how the process works i never really looked too deep into it when i was in i know we had um You remember Badiel? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I called him recently. Really? Um, yeah. He's doing good. He got out. But, um... <laughs> yeah, I, I think... I think I remember him telling me that he was able to get it, like, sometime a while after he was done in basic. Not an AI... No, he didn't go to AIT. But after he was done and he went to, like, his first unit, he was able to get it, but... It's a really lengthy process from what I remember him telling me. Dude, I remember that guy, dude. I'm, 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 I'm glad he... So if you're listening, I'm glad you're out, bro. I'm glad you're out and living your life. Yeah. And for all those that, like, have, like, made it, or any veterans that have, like, made it, and are... If, you were, if, we, if we were ever working together, and, like, by now, you happen to be listening and you're out, like, mm -hmm. dude... I'm glad you're out and dude, glad you're alive and um glad you got your citizenship because <laughs> else you'd be deported we don't want that yeah the u.s has always been racist we know that we're not yeah, as great and, as yeah. we were taught we're not as great as we were brainwashed to believe but we are the greatest country in the world. We just yes. <laughs> We are number one. We We're have just... Dodge Challengers and fucking fucking Corvettes and fucking Dodge Vipers, bitch. <laughs> like insert a eagle sound right here. <laughs> well that wasn't an eagle sound, but no, yeah. Uh... <laughs> oh man. But that pretty much sums up this episode mm -hmm. so far. So far, no. 
that, that sums up the operational wetback so far as what we have for you and it's what's happened and i mean there's like the most you could really do if you wanted to affect or do some change is like go to like i don't know start at the local level or like hit up your congress or I don't, I, you know like <laughs> i don't I, I i myself don't know what to do change or that way i don't know kind of like hoping because even the biden administration uh like this past july said that they were uh gonna try and uh, do this and make a change but so far it's only really been onesies and twosies here and there uh, you know. yeah. i think on our level we are doing something you know we're talking about it that's you know what you're that's right. the best thing we can do. yeah we're, we're literally talking about it like something that's not talked about a lot and also, Operation Wetback 2, bringing light to a very shitty subject that America tried so hard to cover up, but they're still, it's still there. And just know, like, this is not in your normal history books. This isn't taught about. This is like, I like, didn't know US, about it like they named it this. Like, you, the people, our own government is, 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 is pretty racist, you know? Like, it's, it's a very like, real thing. Like, the people that come up with this are the people that you know run this elites i mean yeah yeah we're i mean we're worst we're, we're a tiny podcast we're not gonna make huge waves that's no one's gonna kill us you know tomorrow or anything but we're trying to get this information out there which unless uh, you're listening to us when we're a large podcast then you know you was here yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. right now right now at, in a 2020 march 13 2023 6 35 p.m <laughs> yeah i mean we're very small we hope to continue growing big and like we appreciate like if you have made it this far as always um you know we hope that you stay and listen through the whole thing if you do happen to watch our video episodes those are those are that's that's much appreciated too because those happen to be on obviously other platforms like youtube or instagram and they're not just like on spotify or podcast like <laughs> you can't watch videos on or at least you, our videos aren't like i know some podcasts like some really big podcasts like joe rogan like you can watch some clips on those but like our videos are going to be like on youtube or um on our website our website is still running dudesverseseverything.com uh the, the verses is just vs everything.com um that's still up and going uh we still hope to bring you like short form content in the future like in the form of like wet wednesdays or like instagram shorts or like youtube shorts things like that but mm -hmm. um we're trying to do it continuously where these episodes are like the full episodes are on or like on youtube pretty much um <laughs> like the start to finish um and then in between there's the other short form content and like honestly it wasn't until now dude that the i'm, I'm feeling the buzz now <laughs> are you yeah uh but i'm like this is my third one but i i rarely drink bro i rarely drink nowadays oh okay that that um, explains it yeah 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 <laughs> i mean i barely smoke so when i do like yeah i just took two hits so i'll probably feel it in a bit but <laughs> what is it THCO right it's that fake uh, it's so it's delta Texas weed, right? 9 with THCO say that again it's DH9 look it up yeah look it up with THCO 
but uh <clears throat> I would say that uh that's a wrap, folks. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Dudes vs. Everything, where we tackled the uncomfortable topic of Operation Wetback with our trademark brand of humor and reverence. Yeah. And uh, as always, we encourage you to keep learning, stay curious, and question everything, especially when it comes to the darker moments of history, because it's important to remember that knowledge is power. And shining a light on the ugly truths of our past can help us build a better future. And, uh, of course, we want to thank our listeners for tuning in and remind you to follow us on social media for updates or yeah. future episodes. The Instagram is... Uh, yeah. well, it's, everything is pretty much dudes versus everything. The Twitter. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to be more up on it. But all of yeah, them... we do. All of them are dudes versus everything. Uh, except for the TikTok, I think that is DVE. Um, mm-hmm. but or uh, yeah, every every our Insta- yeah no actually everything even the TikTok is dudes versus everything and it's D U D E S V S E V E R Y T H I N G just like how you would think it's spelled, <laughs> and uh, the only thing that's changed, um, if you've never followed us from the beginning and you happen to just now follow us, uh, but you have been listening is our cover art. We've updated our cover art and we're utilizing the power and technology that is given to us. Uh, well, not given to us, but that is out there these days. And, uh, um, Rudy is, you know, or does work and does those and produces those with the help of AI and, um, yeah, I think it's I think it's awesome the way that we're going, because um, it's it it is it is a huge tool that we can use. I just don't think that we should uh, rely on it for everything because you know then 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 the robots take over and fucking yeah it's it's just another. If you guys haven't played the the new game Atomic Heart, it's it'll be like that where like robots fucking take over and start killing everybody. But no, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought what Rudy was said, said was true and beautiful. Question the unknown, you know, survive your own reality. And thank you guys again for listening up until here. Uh, make sure to follow us. Uh, stay tuned for the next one. We're going to, I think we're going to keep doing Mondays <laughs> for yeah. the foreseeable future. Um, yeah. I don't, I, I think uh, I don't have any more closing notes for, for anybody. Well, until next time. Stay cool, stay weird, stay hard, stay moist, and keep fighting the good fight. Uh, this has been Deucers Everything. I am your host, Rudy Robles, and this is my co-host, Jesus Perez. Good morning, good afternoon, good, good evening, evening, and, and good, night. good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>